Holy shit. Welcome to Who. Oh, God. Welcome to Who, a podcast where a couple of couples watch Doctor Who for the very first time. My name is Jake. With me are those couples, Cody, Sam, Jill, and Alex, and our producer, Terry. This week, we're here to talk about The Aztecs, written by John Lucarati, directed by Josh. That's not right. I wrote down Jock Crockett. He's, I'm sure his name's different. <laughs> John Crockett. <laughs> Written by John Crockett. Aired May 23rd to June 13th, 1964. Cody. Out of 156 classic Doctor Who stories, where do you think that this one fell? On the Doctor Who Magazine 50th Anniversary uh, poll. Cody. Hello? <laughs> Oh, I had my <laughs> mute button on. <laughs> my favorite is when he is 20, just I like, said 22. What is it, 23? Where he's just talking to himself forever and then like, realizes he's on mute. Sam, same question. Uh, what was last week's episode? I don't remember. Terrible. Uh, Keys of Marinus, I mean, and number? it was 119. Okay. Um, if it, I only know that because I edited it last 57. Night. Oh. Terry? I'll say 62. Jill? Out of how many? <laughs> I knew 156. They've all been like in the upper portion, and I think I liked them more ish. Uh, I'll do a 86. Alex? Uh, 72. I'll have you know, I am keeping a running tally and keeping an average for every one of you. Uh, Terry's by far winning because he's only done one so far. Yeah. And you guys were all way off last week because it was 119. But the Aztecs comes in as the fourth highest do uh, first Doctor story at number 36. Oh. Hey, so Cody I... far and away won the day with that guess. <laughs> Amazing. Speaking of Cody, Cody, if you would be so kind to gather your thoughts and give us a 40 second plot synopsis, your time starts now. Now, okay, uh, so they go back in time. There's Aztecs people. There's this weird dude with red on his face. There's another guy who's got nothing on his face. He seems pretty cool. The other guy seems like a, a dick. He's running around all hunched and shit. And then they think that she's some sort of god. It's Barbara. It's amazing. She does fantastic. The clothing is so cool. They run around, and then this one guy's like, nah, you're not a god. She's like, I am a god. And then he's like, okay, I'm gonna kill some dude. And they're like, you're not gonna kill some dude. Then the dude jumps off the side of the fucking pyramid and dies. And then he's like, no, you're not a god. Here, drink this. It's not poison. It's great. 
drink it. But she doesn't drink it. And then he's like, you're not a god. She's like, I'm not a god. And then the other guy finds out that she's not a god. Time. And it turns out that was 40 seconds. <laughs> yep. There is so he much spent, more. He spent 32 seconds on the first episode. <laughs> well, and Ian is a, a warrior man and controls the military. Hey, we'll and get to it. Your and... time has passed. No. That Fuck. shit didn't happen now because you didn't get to it in your synopsis. <laughs> no. she, okay. It's, it's canceled. It's canceled also, in the show. Also, you spent 20 of those seconds saying, not a god. I hey, should have spent Shut 40 up. seconds <laughs> hey, talking about, no! I will be heard! You'll be heard later when we talk about it. You failed. He had 40 uh, hey, whole seconds to himself. Hey, Jake. Who's the bad guy of this story? Zoddle. Metoxel. Jill, Jill, same question. The whole race? I don't... That's racist. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so we're just the Aztecs. I mean, I don't mean the race. Like, it's their culture and customs and whatever. Hey, Alex, like, who's the bad guy of this story? Frickin' Barbara. Yeah, and Ian. she is. <laughs> and Ian, just fucking killing dudes. Ian <laughs> well, is a murderer. Ian's pretty bad. He just murders people. Ian has integrated himself into the culture. <laughs> he is an Aztec. Barbara now. has decided to integrate the culture into herself. Like she is imposing her will <laughs> on a race of people. Whereas Ian is like, hey, Mikasa Sukasa, or vice versa, let's fucking do this. You murder me murder. Let's murder. <laughs> this is this I've told you guys about this before. <laughs> I've told you guys about this before out of context, but my favorite part is at the beginning when they're like, oh, surely your man will want to train to be the leader of our armies. And the doctor's like, no, 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 you guys are doing fine. And Ian's like, hold on, I got this. This is fine. I got this. I will gladly murder anyone you want. <laughs> Why is he so we're, we're, crazy? Which way are the weapons? <laughs> Wait, I'll just use my thumb. For some uh. reason, just... Yeah, knock someone out with his. This is this thumb. is full blown Ian bloodlust. Hey, uh, Terry. Yes. What'd you think of this one? I enjoyed it greatly. Uh, the storyline was great. Every character had their own little thing that they had to deal with, and the costumes were just really fun to look at. And texture wise, it was great. And sets were awesome yeah just jill same question jake i think i just hate classic who <laughs> it was fun for the first two i don't think there was mm, i don't know i was just bored whole thing was just boring jill thought it was ass text i did <laughs> alex would always be like oh hey watch there's this cool battle scene so i'm like okay cool battle scene nope not cool battle scene just Dead. They were. I mean, I thought they it, were all also like, very bad battle scenes. But it, yeah, so it was like bad. an ironic, like, "Oh, look how cool they thought they were," kind of thing. I just thought it was boring when Jake said in the first episode, and he's like, "Every battle scene after this is going to look like garbage compared to this one." But it was a bad battle scene. I was like, huh, "No way." He was right. They're all terrible. <laughs> I even like I watched it sort of with Alex, and then I tried to rewatch it today, and like even on the rewatch, I just couldn't. Maybe it's just the movie. What about it was boring? All of it. Like, <laughs> well, it's just people having conversations. 
Yeah, Who that's cares? most television. I hated it. <laughs> that's you watch Grey's Anatomy. That's and, all they do. And Gilmore Girls, like that's oh, literally yeah. all they do. Oh man, <laughs> Gilmore Girls faster. is much more active. And maybe it's just like the scene changes in other shows. Like I can't get used to the fact that like Doctor or in Classic Who, it's like every episode is a scene. They're yeah. just in one place with the same people for the whole episode. Which is fine for the story arc, but... They're in the throne room, the fighting room, the garden. There's like three yeah, that... or four different rooms. <laughs> in in each episode? Yeah, sometimes. No. Cody, same question. I thought this was the best episodes I've seen thus far. Yay. Sam? It was... Pretty entertaining. I I rated it the highest because that's how I thought of it out of all the ones we've watched thus far. Nice. Alex, your second time watching this one, I think. Yeah, uh, I I still like it. Um, probably primarily just for the doctor story because, like, he gets a wife and probably smashes. <laughs> he gets engaged. Didn't they get married, too? No. no. I thought I thought the drinking was the was the marriage. No. Sealed the deal. Alex and I watched this one for our Barbara episode, so you can go back in the archives and find that. Uh because it is Barbara's standout episode. And the actress, Jacqueline Hill, has said that it was her favorite to do because obviously she's the main character. She gets to do a whole bunch. She gets some dope costumes. Why wouldn't you like it? I'm also in that episode. You must have been really yeah. memorable. Terry was there too. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, this is the second time. He's like, I watched it too. Uh, Jake, what did you think? Um, I like this one more every time I see it. I think this is my third time watching it. Uh, obviously, last time when it was just me and Alex, we were. And Terry. And Terry. <laughs> no, it was just me and Alex. Um, we were watching it specifically for our Barbara episode, so I was kind of focused in on her, and then this time, like, I I was focused on everything else, and it was enjoyable, and I watched it all in one day, because I, it was cool. And, and four episodes. And it's the only four-episode one for a while, so, you know, let that sink in. What are the These others? Notes. Stuff, go! The costumes, <laughs> the costumes are inexplicably elaborate for my perspective of this time of shooting they weren't amazing like in just design because it that clearly these are like costumes they had in back and they just kind of fitted sort of <laughs> no they they made costumes well i'm sure they made There've some been interviews but, with the woman okay, well okay so whoever measured who they went on could have done a better job because they, they were didn't not... really have form-fitting clothing back then. You, fuck you! They're wearing jinkos in 1964. <laughs> in fact, she had to kind of take a lot of liberties with the costume design because Aztecs, men and women, don't really wear tops, mm -hmm. and they were much and you know just wore much less in general. So it was kind of a uh... you got to stay true to the time. But the costumes that they had were fantastic to look at. And it makes me sad that we haven't had a current generation Aztec episode because 
Right. You you forget sometimes that the Aztec culture is so fucking peculiar that it is intriguing, and I'd love to see more. And yeah. that's probably why I loved it so much. And the writer of this, John Lucarati, feels the same way. And he had lived in Mexico for a few years and had become infatuated with the Aztec story. And so he was very keen to write a story about them. And it's something we don't get anymore and we won't get after. Well, there's like one fifth doctor one, but the classic historical like this is a historical story where the TARDIS team goes back in time and they're apart from the doctor and Susan there are no aliens there's no monsters they just are dealing with a culture that was really really there and really existed and they get themselves into trouble because Barbara's a klepto Barbara is a klepto yeah she just walks into like a jewelry store and it's like oh nice well, and out of all of them, she's the one who knows exactly what it is because she specifically studied the Aztecs in university. And so when she goes in there, she's like, I know exactly what this is. I know how sacred this is. I'm going to start stealing shit. I like how she guessed an exact date, not like around this time. No, it was exactly this year. Actually, the year has never stated in the story. She guessed the year that the guy died. They do say when the guy dies, and that's why they can kind of guess when this story took place, because it has to be after that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Is, You're yeah. right. Yeah. Because I was like, how did she guess? I would have guessed, like, around this time, not this exact date. That was just weird to me. Doesn't matter. Yeah, 1430 is when Yatoxa died. So it's after that. In the novelization, they say that the date is 1507. That guy been dead. Okay. We'll start from the bottom. What do you guys all think of Susan in this one? She I hate Susan screamed every day. less. <laughs> she did not cry less, but screamed less. Every day I'm alive, I hate Susan. <laughs> <laughs> you may have noticed she wasn't in two episodes because <laughs> she went off to wife making camp. <laughs> and it, this was her turn to be on vacation. And in the last story, Keys of Marinus, I said that she was. At, missing from an episode just because the character sucks she was actually shooting her scenes for this when they like the couple of scenes she does in um wife school uh, she did that last like for ep during episode three of keys of marinus when they were doing that she went and shot this so that she could go on vacation the time the timing of movie shooting is always just a maze when you explain it jake yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyone want to say things? Oh, I can continue by all means. Every fight scene is a fucking joy. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part. Nothing I love more than a silent fight. My, well, no, this, the fights are absolute ass. And it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I get it. With the time and the cameras that they got, what are you going to do? You have this fixed position with horribly untrained actors in any sort of fighting choreography and props that have no physical form whatsoever. So, like, as they interact with the environment, it just moves. Their prop swords snap in half mid-scene. <laughs> like, nobody sat down and put some critical thought into what was going to happen in these scenes and the durability oh, requirements fair. of their props. 
they definitely put the thought into it and the conclusion was there's nothing we can do about it you could have like a rigid dowel in your foam sword and maybe it won't snap in half (laughs) (laughs) um actually there's uh in the final fight with ian and ixta in the wide shots you can see that ian's looking a little beefy that's because the stunt coordinator <laughs> was was doubling for him and those shots are actually pretty good but then they get real close up and just show the guys swinging wildly at nothing and that's always good. and you'll just see like a shot of one of the they're not really swords they're like clubs hitting a shield and, yeah. and stuff like that and then ian just yeets a guy off the top of a temple hey they didn't have the Eldritch scream back then, and I feel like it would have been perfect here. Or what's the name of that that Star Wars scream? Oh, the um, El, El shit. What is that thing Edward called? Scream? I don't know. Oh, the oh the scream. That's the Wilhelm. The scream. Wilhelm That's scream. It. That would have been perfect. I want it to be redone, remaster this episode. I I thought the same thing when watching this that it was real close that scream. Yeah, he did. He did a good job. Also, Rip Ixta <laughs> just there being the leader of the army now just dead for doing his job. Yeah, if he died isn't that enough? Can um perfect sacrifice like come back and can he lead the army? <laughs> no. He perfect victim. Know, that's his What name. a bad time for perfect victim. Because he didn't even get married. He didn't yeah. get what he wanted. He got Susan fuck all. Susan is the real bad guy in this. <laughs> <laughs> during, during that exact same time, or during that time, the exact same thing is happening to the doctor, where he's like accidentally gotten himself into an engagement, but Susan has no chill. Like, the doctor's just like, oh, uh, yeah, we're engaged. And he's, because he knows they're leaving. And that's the point, like, Susan just has to not offend these people for 16 hours so they can get in the TARDIS <laughs> and leave. And she does nothing but the wrong thing every step of the way. Hi, I don't know. She doesn't know what the betting ceremony is going to yeah, be like. It's probably going to be immediate. <laughs> You're married. Let's go. And it just yeah, happens right there. They don't just drink hot chocolate? No. Lame. Well. I mean, there's chocolate involved, but... Easy, buddy. This is a family-friendly podcast. Since when? Is this lady Susan's mom? No. Grandma? What lady? Oh, is she somehow timey-wimey? The the mom of Susan's parents? Yes. The doctor comes back after he gets the TARDIS fixed and just goes ham. It only takes one time. I hate it. Did uh, did episode three end with like Ian potentially drowning, and then episode four start with Ian being fined and opening a door? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he was getting tickled with some water on his yeah. feet, and then he climbed up a thing, and he's like, "Oh, I'm fine now." Do you know how hard it is to write a uh, a cliffhanger every? There week? was zero <laughs> climax to that at all. But I'm like remember that you had a cliffhanger or do something better with it i think i like these episodes for all the wrong reason this is mystery science theater 3000 for me (laughs) from start to finish it's just wonderful it's like don't you hate that show i don't particularly like that show but the concept around it 
makes sense to me. It's just the shit they watch is the shit Perry is going to like. Yeah, Terry likes shit. He does. (laughs) It's real bad. It's MSC3K is fine. It is a The people that blow that show are, you know, icky. Simple. The fact that you know (laughs) shorthand for it, Jake, is saying something. I know everything. He's big fan. It's old, old show. I've seen exactly one episode ever. Did Terry make you watch it? No. <laughs> no, well, but if I don't watch it, you're going to be watching it now. I don't, I don't think Terry has the <laughs> no. power to make Jake watch anything. Oh, no. I know. Jake seems impervious. Unless I play it 24 7 constantly. <laughs> But like, yeah, I was watching something the other day and I was like, oh, I think I've seen this before. And Terry goes, uh, I watched it in the living room. You probably just saw it on. <laughs> like, yeah, that makes sense. Hey, <laughs> nailed it on the nose. The, uh, OK, since I can still talk over everybody in the room, the dude who plays Latoxel, Latoxel, Clitoxel, Clit. This is a family-friendly podcast, <laughs> I think it's spelled with a T-L, but I think it makes a C-L sound. Which, fantastic. The writer did a really good job picking Aztec names, because Christ. That guy with the red on the face is... How do you know it's red? Yeah. Oh, I would have guessed it was red. So, how do you think... Like, it's You pitch it out. It's uh, We all know it's fucking red. Could be black. <laughs> Just curious. It's not black, or else it would be pure black on the TV. It's black and white. It's a gradient of black, which means it's not pure black. I I would I would guess it's red, but I have no reasoning why. I just assume they he's use the high blood of oh, sacrifice, geez. man. He he kills people. You think he's gonna put black on his face? I was thinking like Barry. <laughs> Look at that. They're telling a story without telling a story. Oh, anyway, I loved his hair. The guy who plays him is outstanding. He's probably the greatest stage actor we've seen on Doctor Who so far. N- not uh new who. Um this who. The lesser who. The other oh, no. who. It's not. I mean John it, Ringham is his name. Un un unringham? John. John Ringham. How English is that name? You know what it isn't? Mexican. <laughs> you know what <laughs> nobody in this story is? Um, Mexican. <laughs> in any way, not super white. So, John Ringham is an old buddy of the director, John Crockett, and the direction that John Crockett gave to him was make all of the children in the country hate you. <laughs> he He did it. Yeah, he really mm-hmm. did it. I still can't get over the thumb fight scene. I don't get it. <laughs> was it even a fight scene? Like he just hit him with the judo chop, it just, and then that was like, it. It was not even good. He like did a weird push at the end. It was awkward. The whole thing was awkward all around. Also, why didn't Which he just do scene? that multiple times? Which fight scene? Don't with the thumb. Because he did oh. it from behind, and so Ixta wasn't gonna let him get the jump on him again. And really, Ian, like, helped them figure out better combat tactics. <laughs> like, he told us, like, uh, what was it, secrecy and cunning or something like that? And he, like, started doing that shit. He, like, got poison and was, like, sneak attacking. 
Yeah, but then he threw him off the pyramid, so they didn't learn anything anyway. He was kind of a dick. <laughs> like, let's not mince things here. That dude was the most pompous asshole. But I really liked how they said Ian. 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 <laughs> Hello, Ian. <laughs> when did Ian get like that? Today. Murdery? Yeah. Uh, well. Recently. <laughs> He was so nice when he started. Ian does what needs to get done. Now he just I nicely murders. He's a teacher, isn't he? Oh, he's becoming a Dalek. <laughs> he started as a teacher. <laughs> oh, shit. And now he's going to be a combat war machine. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be the first Cyberman. Ooh, there you go. Ooh. Did we uh, ever come they... to a conclusion of Cyber or Cyber? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think in in some of the external media, like the books or the comic books, they bring up a like a military background for Ian. What? But if you think what? about the time and his age, he would have been like just after World War Two. So I think I don't know. So he's an actual Danny Pinkman, then? Well, was it in that time, didn't just everybody serve? Isn't it just Danny Pink? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it's too Pinkman. <laughs> because of, uh... What's that show? The drug show? Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. Probably, actually. Because that's why I always called him that, and I always got called out on it, so. Thanks, Sam. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so, back to Doctor Who. Uh, Susan went to wife school, Ian went to murder school, <laughs> and the doctor went to sleepaway camp. Yeah. <laughs> because everyone over 52 years old has to wander around a garden. <laughs> Until they die. I mean, isn't that, like, Florida? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, damn. Put it on the yeah, board. Yeah, in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I do like... I like the doctor in all of this story. I think he's great. But uh, when he goes in there, and... um, What's the good guy priest's name? Otlock? Uh, yeah, Otlock. So they go into the garden and Otlock's like, oh, that guy is this and that guy is that. And the doctor just goes, who's she? <laughs> just points at <laughs> Kamika. Just oh, like, no, no, who's no, no, that? No, 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 no. Yep. <laughs> and then he Boy, tells yo, yo, her yo, yo, and he's yo. like, great, get the fuck out. <laughs> I'm, I'm good here. <laughs> yo, girl, what's your damage? <laughs> My husband died. Perf. <laughs> holy shit can we change can we remaster this real quick this is now <laughs> just a douchebag comedy there's a uh a podcast called doctor who on the rocks where these two women review a whiskey every week and then a classic doctor who story and because of this story, they now call um, Ian and Barbara Mr. and Mrs. Diablo Blanco. Oh, jeez. 
<laughs> Hold on, I gotta look that up. What? What it's is the white, white devil? devil. <laughs> but what's the whiskey? What? What does that have to do with anything? Nothing. Oh, okay. I thought it was. I thought it was tied to the whiskey that they were. No, no, no. no. We just right. talk just... about more than classic Who because there's not enough to talk about in classic <laughs> Who. They talk about plot in and the writing in a way that like, like they talk about what impact it would have on the real world or what impact the real world has on writing and so it's you know they talk about colonialism and all that shit so like people get mad at the doctor in this for like berating barbara and even though he apologizes after like he's 100 in the right barbara needs to get her shit together right and you would think she would want to preserve what she loves like she supposedly loves the aztec and like their culture because she studied it, but then she's like, well, I could change it, and it like that's if you really like it, you shouldn't want to do that, you know? Well, there's one big point I want to make, and I will do so by reading a tweet from BT Flibbity Gigget. When I asked on Twitter what people thought of this story, they said, um, this is one of those that's held up by fandom as a great story, and there's definitely a lot to love about it. Barbara gets her day in the limelight and gets to get drunk on power. Ian is surprisingly chill about becoming an accidental warrior, and the Doctor gets engaged. This is the first story to really examine the implications of time travel in this time travel show, and the tension between Barbara and the Doctor is excellently played. It's surprisingly well-researched for 1964, due in no small part to John Lucarati being a nerd who lived in Mexico for a while. Unfortunately, and this is the part I wanted to get to, the view of Cortez is dated due to the time it came out. If you have the DVD of this, there is an actual BBC documentary on it um, from the time, the 60s, that portrays Cortez as this peaceful explorer who reluctantly conquered the Aztecs because he morally um, objected to their human sacrifice. Rather than the truth, which is that he was a bloodthirsty conqueror who killed all these people for gold. That dissonance keeps this from being top-notch for me. A bit unfair, I admit, but what are you going to do? So what, what they're bringing up there is that during this time, it was still, like, being taught in schools that, like, the Aztecs were killed by Cortez because they were evil, which is what Barbara, like, Barbara's point of view is that oh if they just stop doing sacrifices Cortez won't kill them which is bullshit he would still kill them <laughs> because of their gold hmm seems accurate did they have a lot of gold like were they a gold community or was it just something they had like dirt on the ground it w they had gold man yeah but they did they mine it and like put it into like use it as currency or was it just no, I think they just like I think they just made stuff with it like okay. they like their temples Decor? and their yeah like they it was just around <laughs> right <laughs> and okay. so they you know use it as a, a metal so is this episode or the story a history lesson for viewers or a lesson to the TARDIS team that they cannot change the past I think at the time it was intended as a history lesson for viewers and like that one little like i think it's it's meant to to portray barbara as the good guy like she what she's doing is right and if only 
the rules of time travel weren't so unfair, she could have saved them. Hmm. I'm still stuck on the gold thing. Like, they didn't have the wheel, but they could smelt. They had they had a lot of stuff that was, like, way ahead of their time, but then other things. And they weren't smelting. Gold soft. Like, they were carving stuff out of it. Oh. Huh. All right. But they had, like... They had, they had like, uh, a lot of interesting, like, almost modern takes on medicine. They had chocolate and, like, all this cool shit that other places didn't have. But, yeah. And to say they didn't have the wheels a little disingenuous they didn't use the wheel they had there's like toys and stuff that have wheels on them yeah well they had basketball that was a ball right i think that's the mayans oh could be oh did are they the ones that had that game where like you had to kick it through a like it was a yeah, hole but I think on that the game side? started using severed heads like, <laughs> i don't think they started with balls maybe literal Man, can you imagine kicking a severed head? How much would that hurt? What was this game called? What? It'd be like kicking a bowling ball. What? No. How heavy are heads? <laughs> I googled I googled Aztec game and it comes up Aztec game ball or Aztec game of death. <laughs> <laughs> so they or Kotaxel's supposed to be the bad guy. But everything he says in this story is true. <laughs> like his whole thing is that Barbara's lying and isn't their god, and he's absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah, but then he wants to like murder her servants. Only he's because they're false. To get her to not ruin his culture, so he's trying to do anything that'll get her to just admit it. Yeah, can you can you imagine taking uh, communion away from the South? Communion <laughs> <laughs> like, big in the South. In the Daleks, Ian takes one of their women to get them to start fighting. He's just True. doing the same thing. Yeah, he's taking their her people to get her to just admit she's not a god. That fight was real bad too. In that one. Well, since I got it open, let's keep going with some tweets, huh? Hell yeah. Let it ride. Um, The My Adventure in Space and Time podcast, which I think Shona runs her own Twitter over there, um, which, by the way, great podcast. You guys should go listen to. Um, Shona is a Doctor Who fan. She has never seen Classic, so she's starting from the beginning on Classic and has a different guest host for every episode. And it's really good. Check it out. But whoever runs their Twitter account says, sure, there's still some clunky early Who stuff, and then in parentheses, the fight scenes. But it's one of the standouts of Series 1, IMO. A tour de force from Jaclyn Hill as we see a companion wrestle with the idea of changing history for the first time, plus a bonus accidental engagement. Heart emoji. Good tweet. And Sam, you've listened to a couple of her episodes, right? I have. I I can't remember if I've listened to one or two. I think I've listened to two now. Best theme song in so the game. good. Step your shit up, Alex. I don't even know what it is. If you guys don't want to listen to a podcast, at least go listen to like her intro. It's so good. She sings it. It's great. Oh, I'm not a good singer. She is. Yeah. I Yeah. 
James Courtney at Mr. J. Courtney says, love this one. An interesting look at the morals of intervention, even if the show decides to then ignore the rules the story establishes. And let's face it, Doctor Who is more fun that way. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> now you guys talk. <laughs> nah. I'm reading about Mesoamerican ball game now. Stop I can't, it. Like, We're doing a podcast. It's irrelevant. <laughs> Meso, Mesoamerican ball game. I'm pretty Isn't sure if you watch the... the of old Doctor Who is to get you learning about history? Oh. Not while we're doing the podcast. <laughs> and not really. There's only a couple more uh, historicals. It was, but now it's not because Daleks. The yeah. rest is the Rosho Dodo Bobo guys. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. They are old Who, aren't they? No. Yes? Oh. Uh-huh. Nuh-uh. They come in Martha's <laughs> season as the first, for the first oh, time. Oh, really? Really. Hmm. Did the doctor uh, end up taking the pulley with them? They pulled it inside of the temple. It's, in, it's oh, in the okay. temple. All right. I couldn't remember if they ended up leaving it out or not. Like, either way, it doesn't oh. matter. There's a way in the temple. And once they're in but there, they they're it. gone from the TARDIS. <laughs> <laughs> but then also we had the, the heartwarming scene where he was going to leave the pendant, but then took it with him. Yeah. Doctor might have actually caught some feels. Yeah. That hot, hot cocoa got you in the, got you in the heart. Mm -hmm. I, I'm pretty sure this is, in all of Classic Who, the only time that the Doctor is even, like, hinted at being, like, a sexual being. Or, you know, someone who would fall in love with anybody. So, 22 or 25 more years, and this will never happen again. <laughs> that, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm fine with that. But then it happens every season. <laughs> yeah and it's your least favorite thing <laughs> the next time we get together to do classic it's six episodes and it's called the censorites i really really love three of those six episodes especially the first one it's so and good and the other three <clears throat> We'll talk about it then. <laughs> when you when you first see the sensorites, tell me you don't laugh out loud. Is it like it's the funniest reveal I've ever seen? Do you love the first three, or like the first one and a couple other ones, or is it like? I think it's like the first three. Okay, so uh, we start out strong and then just plummet. Got it. So strong <laughs> and then so oh, bad. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. Jill, who's your MVP? Ooh. I don't know. Have I picked Barbara yet? I'll go Barbara. Cody. Blood Toxel, my man with the red face paint. <laughs> Sam? I'll go Barbara. Terry? Clitoxel. Mm -hmm. Family friendly Alex? show. Jay Quellen, baby. Uh, Barbara. What did you say? <laughs> Jacqueline. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs>
man, she wasn't even in my top three. Barbara? She was so good. Was she? Yeah. She was good getting yelled at by the doctor. Um, I'm also going with Kotaxel. John Ringham is the actor. My number two would have been Billy Hartnell. He was barely in it. Mm-hmm. But he was dope. He got engaged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then my number three probably would have been the director. I think this one was directed really well. Yeah, that was a good one. And on the DVD, they have like pictures of the set and like that garden set and some of the other ones, they look real bad. But the way this guy shot them makes them at least look quasi believable, which is amazing. Do they have pictures of Latoxel and is it red paint? Um, I didn't see one. I didn't go through all of them. Alex song. That's not the song. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Do the song for our show. <laughs> uh, this has been Married to Who. You can listen to old, old episodes on our website, MarriedToWho.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Married to Who Pod, Instagram, Married to Who. On behalf of myself, Jake, Cody Sam, Jill and Alex, and our producer, Terry, thank you so much for listening. Please join us next time for The Censorites. Do 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 do